Do we need him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, the, he's the heart and soul of this podcast. He is the heart and soul. He'll be here soon enough. We don't need him right this second. Yeah, I, would say, I would agree. <sighs> the show must go on. This is the ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast. We are fresh off the trip. It is time to tell all. It's time to tell a tale. We're going to set the scene. We're going to give you a play-by-play of everything that happened during the weekend, and then we're going to look ahead to Saturday because this is one of the slowest weeks of college basketball in the entire season. Agreed, gentlemen? Yeah, it is. I mean, this Lipscomb game against Louisville is thrilling, but, yeah, it's a pretty slow, pretty slow week in the ACC. Pretty slow week. Pretty slow week all around. Yeah. So Taylor's on the line from a, an unsecured location somewhere. Welcome. I'm in the Days Inn in Charlestown, West Virginia. Yeah, that's going to make a lot of sense momentarily, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> so stay tuned for that story. Vegas Mike has returned. I'm in studio. He's uh, he's in one piece. He had a great Sunday. And I, I guess we have to begin, we have to start at the very beginning, right? Right. I mean, we, we were some gambling trip. fools. We went last weekend. We experienced our first East Coast sports book. It was... Man, it was everything I hoped and dreamed it would be. Well, the, the only thing that was bad was that we weren't very good uh, keeping up, people updated on Twitter. You know, I, I feel bad about that. You did try. I did not. I was you focused, did. laser-like focus. I didn't <laughs> care about. Else. I didn't care about anyone else except for that little lady running the register that was taking all my bets all day. I I rated the Charlestown performances of the three of you. I'm going to get to those later once Guthrie arrives. But I'm going to start from the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. So, Saturday morning. Guthrie and Taylor arrive at your residence the night before. They God do. knows what happened that That's night. That's a mistake. I don't know what happened that <laughs> night. Yeah, that was a mistake. It was a huge mistake. Yeah. So I show up at 8.15, hoping to get on the road by 9. That right. was the original plan. Right. You have an agenda so set. optimistic. I call all three of you. No one answers. Mm-hmm. I see a text from Mike the night before that said, go around back. So I go around back, try to get in. I go to the front door. I'm like, I'm not going to knock and surprise Mrs. Jaffe and the children. Right. A strange man shows up at the door. I'm not going to do that. Right. Eventually, you came to the door. You let me in. I did because I saw you, a strange man, walking around yeah, my yard. I exactly. was like, what is that walking around? Oh, that's a Luke. Yeah. Let me go get that Luke and bring him inside. Taylor walks up the stairs, and he looks like death. He looks like sleep. He's right. walking around. He's sleepwalking. His no, eyes are shut. That's his morning face. He's doing laps. I go downstairs, I see Guthrie, he looks like a medical patient. He's all tucked in tight <laughs> to his bed. Mike's getting the children together. I, I want you to know, I personally put Guthrie and Taylor to bed the night before. I wrapped them in covers, yeah. and I put them to bed and said, you know, have a nice rest, sweet oh, princess. You put, oh, me to bed. <laughs> you, put me, you put me to sleep with uh, the Brown Rhode Island game. Brown Rhode Island at 2 a.m., it was a replay. It's important. Brown Great idea. Is, uh, Brown is valuable. I don't want to. Uh, we don't have to get into that right now. They weren't now. even playing on Saturday <laughs> or Sunday. Were they? No. You guys are embarrassing me. Yeah, yeah. So you're you right. They weren't four. playing the next day. I was preparing for you know this week. It was, it was a very late night. Okay. Yeah, eventually, night. Mike's children get dressed faster than Taylor can put on his pants, <laughs> and they go out to see Santa. And yeah. then we're we're waiting. I'm outside with Guthrie. 
after Taylor goes out into the driveway and plays a little basketball. Yeah, I love that you guys, on. they just started dribbling a basketball in the driveway. Yeah, there's a sign <laughs> of like things to come. Presidential neighborhood at like 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> These guys and, are just then, playing ball. And like To bring up a movie reference, because I was thinking about this on the ride to Charleston. I just got in my car and I said, Guthrie, I got to go. And yeah. I thought of the movie. It was Luke Platoon the itch. all over again. The itch. I was Elias in Platoon. Guthrie's Charlie Sheen's character. Guthrie was like looking at a tree and staring at it in your yard. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just observing this tree right now. Like Charlie Sheen, completely lost. And I'm like, Sergeant Elias, I'm like, I, I move fast here on my own. I got to go. So I get in my car and I start rolling. I don't know who you are in the platoon analogy. Maybe King, just a, a character. Taylor's definitely junior, like shooting himself in the leg, stalling. Nice. And eventually we got to the casino. I got mine in before live betting. I guess you guys just got your first one. Yeah, we in. got there just in time to get the noon games in. Um, yeah, just barely got there. I was actually sweating a little bit. We got there like about six minutes before tip and, yeah. and got our morning bets in. And we were, you know, on the East Coast here, you cannot bet on teams that are playing in the state of New Jersey, which was a surprise because the first bet that all of us wanted to make was UK Seton Hall. We all wanted Seton Hall. Uh, I, I don't know if we, I think I was leading that. Uh, I, I had Seton I Hall leading now. Maybe charge. Taylor is blue blood. I think um, everyone was on really pits, if we're all going to be honest. Yeah, we were all, we were all on, on pits. pits. Yeah, and West Virginia showed out in that first game. They, they played pretty well. Kanate, who was not supposed to play, ended up playing. Totally changed the game for Pitt. It was uh, it was really Kanate's game there. He dominated that game, but miraculously, somehow Pitt managed to push. push. And, I, I also uh, love that you kept running back for Pitt money line. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. We were just so everybody knows we were seat, seated about a hundred yards away from the sports book in a, a staircase uh, in a bar, and there was a staircase. And anyways. Um, and he, every six to eight minutes, I would just run, like sprint. literally run and sprint to try to catch these live lines. You got two over Florida live book. lines, which paid off. Yeah. Yeah, you the Florida be- game was good for me. Yes, it was. And you were in the zone. I was. You barely I was locked said, in. I, I don't even think I had a conversation with you the entire day. Yeah, I was, was, I was totally locked in. Like, there was, a, there was a point probably three hours into the trip of us. And this, guys, keep in mind, this is us just sitting and gambling from, like, noon to, to 10 p.m. Yeah. I mean, these games are just going off, and we're just, like, so happy. We've eaten so many chicken wings. We're just, like, cycling through drinks. I mean, there were Bloody Marys. There were White Russians. There was craft beer. There was Coors Light. I mean, they, you know, it just didn't matter. And you guys were just like, oh, this is the greatest time ever. And inside, I'm just, like, so excited inside that all I can do is smile because I am having such and a great time. More. Yeah, just wagering more. I mean, it's just a great feeling. So you know, I, I would do- highly recommend getting out to your local East Coast sports book and I, gambling conservatively. I understand Mike's <laughs> strategy, which was I want as many tickets as possible in my hand, and in the long run, I'm going to create a semi-long run. Right. Worked out all right. Guthrie yeah. and I got really hot at noon, from noon to like four. Can you tell that, too? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can remember... I need to pull up the the Saturday slate. It, it was just it was such we a did blur. A, I was all on the, pen. We did a Buffalo pen, Georgia oh, we, Southern parlay. Oh yeah, which made Guthrie the happiest I've seen him maybe in that. That has ten to years have been, That has to have been the easiest parlay 
that I've, I've, I've ever hit. I've like, never seen anything like it. Each all, one covered games, by ten plus. Yeah, they, I'd never was, seen anything like it. It was incredible. Yeah, it was just it was incredible. I mean, in the the unfortunate thing was, uh, none of the games were broadcast on television that we could right. watch at like at the at the casino right. so we were like checking phones frantically mm-hmm. but you know it at, at a certain point it didn't turn it like wasn't frantic at all yeah it didn't even matter <laughs> yeah. it's like oh this, this is <laughs> yeah. gonna hit yeah like 10 minutes left in the second half i i think i'm in, i think i'm in good shape here yeah a half an hour before the games ended i had already spent the money that you won <laughs> i was like God, God, three. look we're gonna put it here we're gonna put it there and if you don't mind picking up this bar tab and blah 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 Oh, yeah, it was already it, it was, was already spent before it was the beautiful. game. Beautiful, I think. So uh, the Oklahoma Oklahoma Wichita State, we were right on the money with that one. I think uh-huh. we were all all on the same it. page. Yeah, yeah, we um, crushed Oklahoma. In that that was that, that was perfect. Great. I think I think I started off two zero and one. I had the the Pittsburgh push. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma. We were all on Pittsburgh and Northwestern. I think was the most improbable win of the day for me because Northwestern mm-hmm. was down. They were down 15 like fifteen or yeah, twenty. Just, yeah. e- even even the second half, they were they were down a tremendous amount to, to a Dave Lato. Yeah, I was about DePaul. to say. <laughs> came back and you all three of you were gone, and I said, "Guess what, guys? Northwestern just went on a twenty-five-zero run." Yeah, twenty-five-zero. They went on a twenty-five-zero run. It's incredible. That is incredible. Um, yeah, and the game the day just went on and on. I mean, Georgetown Syracuse was a was a game that got a lot of action, at least in the sports books. Some I don't know Not if a me. lot of us I think, had action. I think we on it. all Taylor kind of had except for Taylor. Taylor, who'd you have? Taylor had Georgetown. I had Syracuse. I know I, I got a live line. I wanted Georgetown and didn't make it to the ticket window in time. And then I got a live line once Georgetown went up with Syracuse getting, I don't know, maybe like or giving like four or five points and I was like, Oh, this is too good to be true because they're still going to win, and then, uh, of course, they did not. They barely eked it out. Yeah. I, I, I maintained, sorry, real quick, I maintained that the, the missed opportunity of the weekend for me was Syracuse at halftime getting, I think, four and a half, because they were down Yeah, four 11. and a half was the most that they were, they were actually getting points at that yeah, point. So, yeah, yeah. They were down more than 11. I think they were down like 15 yeah, at one point. Maybe at the yeah, half they were down incredible. 11. Incredible. Um, My but greatest yeah, so regret that, was a great game. that I didn't have control over is we didn't have one game that we were all locked in on one side. Because whenever we would be on one side, Mike would go back and take the other side live line like and double down. <laughs> yeah, so do you want to talk about the Marquette-Wisconsin game? Yeah, Are you guys happened. in a position four oh, days later to talk about let's this? Let's dive in. <laughs> and I, we had miserly wagers, though. My like right. very, men like half of a half of a unit, right? Right. right. So it wasn't that big. Of a but deal. you guys spiritually were on the Wisconsin train yeah, pretty we hard, we and yeah. I was the only guy on Marquette, and it didn't look like Marquette was gonna cover whatsoever until about five minutes left in the game, and then they just come storming back and take the lead, push it to overtime, and you know there's a there's a point where these three guys are all looking at me, and they're like, "Come on, man, you got you know you got to get on Wisconsin. You're killing the mojo." The whole thing so i go and, and i'm like you're more. right finally i can get on wisconsin finally the game is turned to where i can actually get some points with wisconsin i run to the ticket window and i just immediately double down on market <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. couldn't help it i was there looking at the lady and i just couldn't help it i was like yeah another hundred on market please um so that i'm was, sorry about that it was a really great game if yeah, nothing it else it was very very close the entire way uh 
Marquette just shot a million free throws. It felt like yeah, yeah. yeah they went to the line so much. So what else, what other games were there that, that well, evening? After that game, so I don't really remember what happened. The evening games were a little bit <laughs> a blur because Guthrie and I cleaned up in the afternoon, and then we went to the tables. A little afternoon delight. for about maybe seven minutes. That was how long your blackjack run lasted. Oh, yeah. Oh, you played blackjack? Maybe another seven minutes at roulette. You could could call it that. (laughs) (laughs) It was mainly me shipping my chips over to the house. Yeah, take some here. It literally, like, I I think seven minutes is generous, honestly. I I saw uh, a total of five hands, and I think think the dealer had blackjack twice. Mm. It was... uh, it was not pretty. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for playing table I games. Then, These games yeah, of chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then roulette happened, and then we just were like, we need to go back and grind at something we know. Right, right. So we returned. I didn't have much in the evening slate. Now, I'm I'm upset that you did not throw out the bat signal for Murray State. Oh. I wish you had done I that. I did. I did that all, only on a personal level. I know. Right. See, that? See that's what where you need to improve your game. Yeah, you're right. You you're right. Just up. as Guthrie threw up the bat signal for the, what was it, the over for the Dayton game? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to bring that up. I yeah. threw up the bat signal on Penn. Taylor threw up the, what did you throw up the bat signal on, Taylor? I don't know. I'm sure it was wrong. Yeah, Taylor. Taylor had a really bad trip. Um, so we, we we did get through those afternoon games, and that's actually when I was hottest. I ran five and zero in those afternoon oh, games, yeah, yeah, you, which you is why like, I don't remember also, any of the games. Both of us were on Nebraska. Yeah, that Nebraska. Was, that was an awesome game. Yeah. Um, yeah so Mike kept Murray State to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Murray Greedy State. Oh, yeah, and Auburn. Scrooge. Um, Auburn was an over that bet, we all got. Bet of the weekend. The over bet oh. of the weekend. Yeah, the over. I, I was very <laughs> proud of that. Very proud of hitting my first over under of the weekend. But bet of the weekend has to go to Mr. Mike Jaffe. <laughs> the the live bet of Dayton, like getting what, 24, 23 yeah, and a half? Yeah, there would be 23 and a half. And a half yeah. Oh my God. There would be getting 23 well, and a half for that. Yeah, and that half. was at halftime? Yeah, that was right? at half. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, that, was, still, that was a I, great one. My mouth is watering thinking Taylor about that one. That. <laughs> I also put in the over for Mike because he sent he dispatched me mm-hmm. from the bar right. to go Auburn Dayton over at 139 and it was 142 I decided to put it in anyway I did one for myself I brought the ticket back to Mike and it was like his dog died that he lost three points (laughs) okay I mean I guess you're right I mean that just tells you the mentality I was in I was literally like bellied up to the bar like I think I I had chicken juice on my face and I'm just like throwing money around going Luke Luke I need this Luke please please I can't get up you know like it's just like that tells you the mentality of where I was right Right there, so you know, I, I worry that our listeners maybe this is almost like talking about your old fantasy football team or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just done. I do want them to be able to feel the excitement. But let me tell you, the night ends with me putting a money line bet on Notre Dame um, that somehow almost comes oh to fruition. Somehow I came out unscathed from this game because I took UCLA first half. I I proposed this to Guthrie while you two were up there in your fighting Irish, you know, clover underwear, and I said to Guthrie, "All right." Let's just go UCLA first half, and then maybe we can throw a flyer on the Irish money line and just have fun together with them. And then the other side, eh, maybe. 
So I just did the first half, and I didn't do the money line, and, yeah. and he ended up just going game, just going straight <laughs> against you guys. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm glad that those did not pay for you. I'm glad we all <laughs> lost on Notre Dame. Um, turns out Notre Dame is a horrible shooting team. Um, yeah, the, the only takeaway I had from that game is that both teams are garbage, <laughs> and that it would be like I take pity on anyone, including myself, who gambled on either side in that game. Yeah, because yeah. those teams were. It worked out oh. well for me in the first half, and then for Guthrie in the second half, UCLA decided to play volleyball uh, with the backboard. Like, that was their strategy. Oh, We're going to play volleyball or tips or tetherball with the backboard. They just right. kept, like, batting it up against the backboard. Yeah. There was yeah. no offensive rebound they couldn't get, uh, you know, over there at UCLA. But, yeah, Notre Dame, I mean, the Mike Bray offense still works, but it doesn't work if you can't shoot. I mean, they must have had 18 to 20 open threes. They missed them all. But the night does end pretty well for you all, Guthrie well, and Luke. You no, because San Diego State, ha- San Diego State was well. like Barnes to my Elias. Like, uh, I, after I went and, you know, ran down the river, mowing, you know, down – like, I ran into Barnes, who was San Diego State at the very end of the night. It just, <laughs> just got me. Got me. Got to continue with the platoon, platoon yeah. uh, analogy. The yeah, that, <laughs> the San Diego State was that game was absolutely devastating. How the how, Cal Bears how did, did that happen? To us. Yeah, the, the Cal, Cal Bears. Bears, one of the worst teams in Power Six conference. But fast forward you know, forty five minutes later, and Luke has pocket aces, and he's making it all back. Yeah, and Queens and hitting. Yeah, so that's good. That's good for it you guys. Is, but, it is pretty amazing that like we won. A, a lot of money playing poker in probably an hour. Yeah, yeah. And, then and the got- best part is during that hour, Taylor is trying to get into the Airbnb, <laughs> can't get in, and is dragging his sorry ass to the day's in because he can't get in because I'm asleep face first, ass up at the Airbnb, and Taylor can't get in, and so he has to go to the day's in alone. Tell us, Taylor, how was the day's in in Charlestown? Let me take you on a journey. <laughs> 3 a.m. In, in Charlestown, West Virginia. Uh, I, unbeknownst to me, Guthrie and Luke are, you know, tearing it up at the poker tables. Mike is asleep, dreaming about, you know, Lipscomb or the next mid-major he's going to cover. <laughs> Evansville, you know. And, yeah, and I, Evansville Moneyline, that's, that's what his, his dreams are made of. And I'm sitting out there banging on the door to the Airbnb without a key. Um and it's a cold night. You know, it's bitter cold. Uh, everything's still downtown Charlestown. Let me give you a hot tip. Jefferson County Courthouse looks beautiful with uh, twinkling Christmas lights all around its columns. They were like a cruel joke to me. Yeah, lit by the freezing. tears of people who have uh, not succeeded yeah. at the casino. Yeah. So uh, I, at some point I realized, um, you know, the air cutting into my face like a knife. I realized that Mike is gone. Mike is, Mike is dead. <laughs> Mike's never coming down. In fact, he's never been here. I don't know where he is. He's in some underground pie gal poker game that like, is so illegal that they can't even host it in the Hollywood casino. And I, I got to make my own way in life. We all have that moment. We become adult. We realize, hey, you got to take care of yourself. So I walked to the Days in Charlestown, and, um, which was lovely. 
I, I didn't see a single soul walking through downtown Charlestown, the half mile to the Days Inn. You walked and, there. You walked well, to but, a Days Inn. And the best part but, is, if I, I looked it up, those are like the. It's like one of those hotels with exterior only entrances. Yeah. Like you have every every room has a balcony, like where the guy got shot in No Country for Old Men. I mean, that's like I, that's the kind of. Hotel I believe almost. like Luca Guthrie asked me, "How was the Days Inn?" I said, "Oh, you know, it's one of those ones with the exterior entrances." So. Yeah. Or you know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't need to say know, anymore. If you, if you if you ever happen to visit, uh, I highly recommend talking to Charles at the front desk. Super nice guy. Let me borrow his uh, phone charger since my phone was dead. No, um, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's good because that that dead phone matches your soul at the time. So yeah, that's good. No, no. I, I'm glad to hear how that night went. But luckily, you rose anew the next day, and we all met at Grandma's Diner, literally yeah. called Grandma's Diner, in downtown well, Charlestown no, to put it all together. Pause. That's great. Because I want to say what happened. Guthrie and I tried to go to sleep on these terrible bunk beds. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the couch because I was moving around so much. I'm like, I know I'm waking him up when I move around. So I exited, went to the couch, and then I wake up to Mo Bamba. Oh, yeah. The phone ring, <laughs> which is Mike's ringtone, just to let our say, listeners not know. The- not the person, the song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I, I wake up and immediately go in, in, into the hall and I see him like doing this Fortnite-ish dance with Obama. <laughs> he answers the phone, he starts talking to Taylor, and the first thing he's like, oh, yeah, um, I heard you the days, and I, I, I didn't hear your call. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to come pick you up. And, uh, oh, we're going back. We have to go back. <laughs> we're going back, Taylor. Yeah, so yeah. we did end up going back to the casino about an hour and a half great. later. And also, does Morgan listen to this podcast, Taylor? Uh, she does not. Okay, good, because I'm going to share this story way. now. Because it's, it's almost like a painful story to share, but I'm going to have to do it. We go to the floor again. We're going to make it. Casino. We're not going to make it a quick in and out. And then Mike sees the sheet, and he lights up, and he looks over to Taylor, and he says, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take 30 minutes. I'm sorry, Morgan's just going to have to wait on this. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a snowstorm raging from the south. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, Morgan's just going to have to wait 30 minutes uh, at least. Yeah. I, I got to concert- I got to focus on this. You know, there's an Evansville line, Fairfield's involved. Yeah. I don't I don't know anything that's going on in the Sunday games. I, I mean, I make one crazy parlay, and Wofford screws it for me. Yeah, by and half a point. The, I mean, my other two covered. Hmm. But anyway, how about you take us through yeah, Sunday? Yeah, I'll tell you. I did better that Sunday than I did uh, for the rest of the weekend combined. I I went heavy on Fairfield plus 15, Evansville money line. They were plus 220. And uh, I did lose the Wofford game. And I also had uh, Cal State Northridge over um, <laughs> over San Diego uh, getting 18 and a half. I tell you, I crushed. And then randomly on the way out the door, hit my number in roulette on a $5 bet. So I ended up rolling out of there with uh, – multiple figures that were not zero so yeah it ended up working out real well um okay wrapping up good stuff good good trip good trip and i'm not bitter at all that on the way home after i dropped you guys off <laughs> i had a truck spin out in front of me on the highway and got into an accident on the Chloe highway this dude this dude drove <laughs> us to the casino he did not even get to stay in the airbnb he lost <laughs> hundreds of dollars at the casino and on the way home after we made him stay there he got in a car wreck and look at him he's still happy as a clam on the phone we made him stay there okay so that's that's a perfect segue i literally i literally had i had instead of having my life flash before my eyes as i was 
skidding into the guardrail, I thought, oh, good Lord, this can't be the last two days I've spent on this. This can't be how I go out. Not, not how I go out. This is terrible. Oh, that's well, good. Perfect segue into my ratings for the Charleston performances from the three of you. Oh, you rated us. Oh, good. Did. Taylor comes Ooh. in first place. A oh. 9.1 out of 10. Nice. He was spectacular the entire time. He led us to the track. You three made bets on the ponies. Yeah. Taylor told oh, us about what was, you look for on a wonderful. horse. And he said, see this horse, that's what you look for. I bet on the complete opposite horse by accident. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. He was in a good mood. He was jovial. That he was horse cheering. lost, by the way. He was cheering for us. He was constantly happy. He was. He was the MVP of the entire weekend. Good call. Good yes. call. He was the that's best. Per- you know, if I had to go back... I, I would much rather go with a Taylor who's bleeding cash than <laughs> Mike who's, you know, sitting on royalty. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I agree. That, that means a lot to me. I appreciate yeah, it's that. you're number That's one sweet. in my book. Guthrie gets an eight point five. He started off tremendously. He was the front runner in the ratings. Mm. And then UCLA kind of broke him a little bit. I think the beginning of the end was the Marquette Wisconsin but game it was only like personally. Bucks. Oh, but I mean, it's it's more the the principle. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I no, believed he was a little bit broken, at, or he was just a zombie uh. at the poker table. So he's like, "Here, give me one more orbit, and and then we'll leave." So he gets one more orbit. He doubles up plus more, and I've never seen somebody so you know even keeled about doubling up. Oh yeah, I just double up, and you know, you know, I just stacked this dude. But you know, whatever. <laughs> And then finally, Vegas. I was ready, so, I was ready to cash Guthrie out. Guthrie gets an 8.5, and Vegas Mike gets a 7.1. Ooh, 7. I like 7. that. 1. I like that. that Just barely a passing. That he was low. solid. He was around. But he was he was in his own He was in his own world. Yes, He was in a, in a land. I, I don't even know how to describe it. I was Probably in it, for, I was in it, it. for myself, you know. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. When I got there, it was full shadow of the Colossus mode. It was me versus the casino, and I was just <laughs> taking that thing one one whack at a time, taking it down. But, I felt like was, I, was I felt like I put uh, some chinks in the armor. I don't there. feel like you cheered for an, a single game, a single moment. As Jeremy Lin would say of a game. Maybe the West Virginia game might have been your only cheering moment. Every other time, you're just watching with bug eyes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I because wasn't. He doesn't actually see college basketball. He just sees like green num- numbers yeah. and letters like rolling down a screen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, in ten hours of focused betting, I don't have a lot of energy to expel yelling at every big play. Okay, <laughs> I gotta, yeah. I gotta channel it all on the inside and lay those fat wagers. Absolutely. Yeah, that was Absolutely. good though. It was good though. I really appreciated uh, everybody coming and doing it. It was, it was a great, great fun. It was a, it was a wonderful time. time. Yeah. Wonderful time. So I, I do have to say really quick, I think the highlight of the the weekend... Aside my, from the days in. Aside from the days in, aside from Grandma's Diner, aside from the parlay, it had to have been the horse race. Like, yeah. the horse race was incredible. Yeah, it was. I, 25 degrees out there. It was freezing. It was, it was a four-horse race. <laughs> I was going to say, and, at midnight. by the standards, at midnight. The standards of the sport, an actually very poor race. <laughs> but hey, you know. I loved Taylor like talking about how... low tier. I loved Taylor talking about how terrible... <laughs> The race was and how the horses all looked awful except for this one horse and i was like okay i'm gonna take your word for it i'm gonna put a bet on that horse that horse came in no, last I, <laughs> it I was said there was one horse that looked really bad and it did come in not first <laughs> it was great 
<laughs> and Mike ended up winning, of course. Yeah, I did. I did end up winner, winning the winner, horse race. Chicken dinner. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. We'll post that video. Uh, at yeah, some that was good. I need, I need to post that. Yeah, post that on Twitter. Well, that's a wrap, folks. Uh, <sighs> let's get on to college basketball. Thanks for uh, for, <laughs> for listening <laughs> listening through all of that. If you have made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, that's, and that's all to say. Go to Hollywood Casino. Use the offer code uh, ACBBALDEGANS to get twenty percent off your first night's stay. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's totally well, you can try it that's and totally see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> we are not affiliated in any way with Charlestown, West Virginia, or the Hollywood. Casino. Not yet. Not yet. And also, not yet. Not yet. Don't forget the New Jersey clause because it's very important. Yeah, to that is people. very important. The New Jersey clause. Do <sighs> not forget, my yeah. friends. Well, that's a perfect segue. Yeah, it's time. It's time. It's returned. Mm. The ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast is sponsored by Three Notch Brewing, named after a colonial era trail running through Central Virginia. Three Notch Brewery develops innovative beers around bold characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Jack Jewett, Patrick Henry. Three Notch beers can be found at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville and Harrisonburg, Virginia, and Richmond as well. Three Notch Brewing, leave your mark. What a we, story, we tasting Mark. tonight. Are we, are we sponsored again? This is so Yeah, weird. we're drinking Black and Goldings today, a new release of a collaboration with Oscar Blues out of, uh, out of Colorado. So that's, that's some good stuff. Taylor, once again, missing out. Um, <laughs> did, not get, did not get to partake in the growler. You know, I kind of like you better by phone. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Bad Feet Taylor continues. <laughs> I got a face made for radio. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is good. Oh, man. So what? We're, we're a third of the way through the year. I just saw that. We are 10 games into the year. We are one third of the How way through. How is that possible? Man, it's kind of like, sad. I feel like we just started. Yeah. I know. But so much has changed. So much has changed. I mean, uh, and wh- what do you guys think? I know that we have it on here to you know, look at the conference. I mean, what do you guys think about a little re-preview here? I mean, do you feel confident on where we are right now in the uh, sure, why not? in the year this year? I mean, I mean, I'll do this any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, so just to rehash, I picked Syracuse to win the ACC. I don't feel great about that, I'll be honest. I also picked Miami really? to finish fifth. I don't feel mm. great about that either. Mm. So these are mistakes I've made. What about you guys? How do you feel like uh, the ACC teams that you've pinned all your hopes and dreams on, how do you think they're shaking out so far? I think I got a good grasp of the third quadrant if we're doing fourths of the league i think i i was on saying louisville's undervalued and i was i think i'm on even though nothing's been decided yet on shorting notre dame i i went in on louisville and i shorted notre dame made those two p- predictions so far so good those are two good where have i stumbled maybe i put clemson a little bit too high i think that i had them around sixth in the league mm. fifth or sixth mm-hmm. i'm worried about that Mm-hmm. I'm really worried. Well, let's let's cut straight to the chase here. Let's we'll get to those other teams, um, and my beloved Miami Hurricanes. But here's here's what I want to know. The bottom. So, let's talk the bottom. Let's, yeah, let's, 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 let's start be... at the top. <sighs> who? Here's the question. I think there are two questions in my mind in the top three teams, and that's one: who's really better, Duke or UVA? And then you know, question one A attached to that is: do you even attach North Carolina and in that same conversation no. as like a? Parenthetical clause. Mike will, but I won't. Oh, you know yeah. me too well. I made, I made a mistake. I put Carolina second, and I will regurgitate that. So I think I made a mistake there. All right, well, why don't you yeah, start I, with the first one then? Duke Duke or UVA, who's better? I mean, there are no two better people, some would say, in the entire college basketball landscape 
to debate this than Guthrie and Luke. I mean, you guys know these two teams better than just about anyone. Duke is better right now, but Virginia has a better chance of winning the regular season. That's my opinion. Okay. I just think night in and night out they're going to be rock solid. So I'll take that over ceiling. So I will stick with my prediction with that caveat. <laughs> yeah, I think I was convinced of that earlier in the season, but now I'm going to flip-flop and I'm going to take Duke over UVA. Okay. I don't, you know, UVA, UVA's defense has actually left me a little, it's still, you know, elite, yeah. but it's left me a little bit colder You're than lacking. I expected. Duke's right on their tail defensively. Mm-hmm. It's an underrated storyline of the year how good Duke's been defensively. Yeah. I mean, just to have all the talent that Duke has and also have them, you know, locked in and engaged on the defensive end is huge. What about you, Guthrie? I have to agree with Taylor. Um, given given what I've seen from both teams thus far into the season, I'm I'm really liking Duke to to win the ACC. So I, I'm pretty sure I picked Virginia in the regular season. So that's a also a flip flop. Um, but I think there's there's another team that you could argue deserves to be in the discussion for for top tier. And I I can already tell you guys are probably going to disagree with me. Mm, here he comes. Um. So. so I think I picked them top top five in comes. my preseason, but oh, of the of the teams, we haven't really talked about them that much. But I think in this top tier, Virginia Duke and Florida State deserves to oh, be talked about. I thought you were going to say Virginia Tech. I thought you were going to say NC State. <laughs> <laughs> Florida State. Florida State has had a great start to the season. And, you know, aside from a kind of, you could, you could even label it as a fluke loss to Villanova. Villanova is a solid team, but I'm not, I'm not so sure. But I really am liking what I'm seeing from Florida State. They are scoring at a tremendous rate, and they're playing very, very good defense. Mm-hmm. Cabin Gelly and, and really the, the surprise so far has been Kumaji for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was shorting Kumaji like heck at the start of this season, like, like absolute heck, and <laughs> not just not just heck. No, Cooper's yeah, back. He's back. It's raining Co- down the heck. Is, Co- is yeah. Cooper back now? Yeah, he's out there. I mean, yeah. it, you know, I I I really like I really like what the Seminoles are bringing to the floor. Mm. I mean, to me, uh, I think that like Cabin Gelly has just been. I don't think they expected as much as they're getting from him this year, and I certainly didn't expect it. Um, and, you know, when Kofor comes back and plays more minutes, I think it's only going to get that much better. The biggest problem with them is they are turning the ball over at one of the worst rates in the country. That's a problem. In the nation. Like, one of the worst. But it's crazy to me. They still are. Their efficiency numbers are still 15th in the nation, and that's with, like, one of the absolute worst turnover rates in the country. That's amazing. I, I think that's crazy. Well, that's because um, so, turnovers are kind of a net deal, aren't they? I mean, but they also force one of the highest rates of turnovers yeah, they, in they the country. Force, so, you know, they're mm-hmm. just they're active mm-hmm. all around to the point where they can't control themselves to a certain degree. I mean, I, you know, I don't think Trent Forrest is a natural point guard. You know, I think he's more of a natural slasher who is forced into that point guard role. Right. I think what you're going to see is Terrence Mann, like he did at the end of last year, he's going to start to take over some more of those point 
point guard duties. I just don't think they want him in that role all year long. And his his turnover rate, while still pretty high for what would be a point guard, is is lower than Forrest or Walkers or yeah. you know anyone else. But see, so. like the the thing, and th- yeah. these are these are really good points. And I think this is one of the weaknesses of this team. I think if they had a, a solid ball handler that like had it was a dedicated point guard, they would be a, easily a top ten team in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, MJ Walker loves to be off the ball as well yeah. as PJ Savoy. So they don't really have that, like you were saying. Yeah. But I think they can overcome it with with terrific defense, you know, getting in lanes, mm-hmm. creating turnovers, getting out on the break. And I think there's plenty of opportunity for taking advantage of that in the ACC. So you, you I just worry about the shot. auto bonus. The auto bonus? The auto yeah. bonus. What is that? The auto bonus. What is that? Is that Arbitus' long-lost son? Within the, I mean, within the first eight minutes of uh, a half, I mean, the other team's already in the bonus. Yeah, they do I don't foul. Like that. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I see. They foul at too high a rate. They do foul at I worry about high that. rate. Mm. I do. I mean, look, but, I look mean, at the free throw shooting in the ACC. The free throw shooting. Mm. And also, you know, putting people on the line is always a factor of the defense, right? So, you know, they're going to put anyone on the line. So if, if you're a good shooting team, you're just going to capitalize yeah. on that. You know, if you're you're the defense is always going to put you there if that's what they do. I, but yeah, I, I, I agree. The, they've had a red hot start. Uh, once you get the yeah, tournament, game, hold they, up. They don't call it as tough anyway, so hold it's going to be fine. They let them be more physical. Is it really a red hot start? Yeah, Florida Listen, I think is undervalued. Okay. Don't per, sleep on the men of Troy. I will tell you one thing. <laughs> this is a team I've been shorting all year, and I've almost become a. a, a uh, a meagerly rich man off is, is Purdue. I know. I know all y'all love Purdue. I don't mm. think Purdue's good at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think that team is a complete fraud. Mm-hmm. So, like, scratch that. I mean, that one point win. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. The LSU <laughs> win, I think, is kind of okay. All right. I mean, and they had great. no business winning that. They're game. not. Yeah, yeah that's that not great. Is true. That and is the true. other win is Florida. So, and then Connecticut. Uh, I mean, great, great. <laughs> You're so unimpressed. Had they really had a red hot start? No. It's not a red hot start. I think the beginning of the season solid is all start. about finding your identity, and I think Florida State has established a pretty, pretty solid and intimidating identity to go into ACC play. So I'm excited to see how they how they handle themselves. But obviously, the team that deserves to be in the top tier is North Carolina. I mean, that is the team where you are really going to see big time value going forward. I think a lot of people are are down on North Carolina right now, and I think with Kobe White's recent injury to his ankle. I, I, you know, I'm actually wondering if this is more of a strategic move by Roy Williams. I saw that he'll, he'll be sitting against, um, or he sat against UNC Wilmington. Um, We're taking them against Gonzaga. You know that, don't you? I am. <laughs> I, I'm definitely taking them I'm against taking Gonzaga. Them. Yeah. I think that they're going to be probably two point dogs, maybe even a little bit worse at home against Gonzaga. Um, People will like Gonzaga for a bounce-back game there. But, you know, they, they've had serious pacing issues. You know, I actually saw in the first game against Wofford when Kobe White was pushing the ball too quickly and actually, you know, Roy against probably what Roy wanted to do was he swapped in 7th Woods and 7th Woods ended up having to play 25 minutes. I think Kobe White has been the better player, but I think 7th Woods has been the better point guard, and that is not good for Carolina, but I think they're going to figure it out, man. I think that they're they're a team that very easily can win the ACC, in my opinion. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to watching them go forward. Well, here's one Plus, other. Roy thing. is the best coach in the ACC. 
in game. Ooh, take, that. Not, take that. Take that. That's not true. Take that. That's not true. How can, how come he can't beat his nemesis on a regular basis? And he gets gets pwned by him when he's got uh, when he's going against Austin Rivers and he has what Tyler Zeller and John Henson and can't win that game, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, at happen. home. <laughs> Stop it. Here's what we should root for. We need to root for a Gonzaga blowout. Oh, so that everybody can Guthrie go against I, North Carolina? Guthrie and I are going to sell all our possessions except my banjo, and then we're going to give it to you, Mike, and you're going to go up north, and you're going to give us North Carolina against Kentucky on December 22nd. Ooh. That's yeah. the play. Because right now it's projecting out as a four-point line. If it's a four-point North Carolina line, I mean, on a neutral floor against Kentucky? And you ooh, need to take baby. out a loan. Mm. <laughs> you need to refinance your house. Taylor can do something in rich. Yeah, yeah. That, think about that. Yeah, no, no, I will. I'll think about it long and hard. Yeah, no. <laughs> right around Christmas time too. It'll be on December twenty second. Yeah, no, that'll be great. <laughs> the things that worry me about UNC that I think are like I kind of agree with what Mike's saying, but the things that worry me worry me are one, their transition offense has not been good at all. It's true. And, and, like, that's North Carolina's calling card. And the secondary break and the transition have not been very good. Just going to take um, time. It takes time. Joe Barry was and, there for four and years. You could, you could see the opposite side is that you could see, like, they've been good enough. They've been this good even when they haven't had their, like, signature calling card. Exactly. But I also am worried by their defense. Like, they allow dribble penetration very easily. And I think I know I've said this before, but not to harp on it, but if you can't guard ball screens, you're going to have trouble playing against teams in the ACC. I mean, and they're going to have a little bit of trouble. trouble against Clark. I don't think they're going to have too much trouble against Perkins. And, like, Hashimura is not going to be, you know, running ball screens. So that's one case for Carolina against Gonzaga. In other cases, 10 days off. They always do. Roy always does well with long layoffs, traditionally, mm-hmm. if we're looking at the history of him coaching not only in North Carolina but also Kansas. And then, like, uh, consider, like, seven days off between Gonzaga and Kentucky. I love them in the Kentucky game. I like them in the Gonzaga game. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in on the North Let's Carolina turnaround. Let's ride it. Get on it. You know, we're better at this than we think, guys. I think that last weekend was proof of that. Yeah, We're better I know. at this thing than we think we are. I know. We. It's it's a little surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm sitting in the sportsbook with a couple guys, and I'm like, oh, shit. We might actually have the most knowledge in this room, and we shouldn't. I mean, you know, it, there's just no reason for us to be as deep into this as we are. Yeah, but dude. I actually think that, man, we might yeah, actually you know, have value. And we saw these little rival, you know, sharks and jets, foursomes, quartets around their little tables. You know, I didn't even once think about going and trying to cheat and like looking over his shoulder mm-hmm. and seeing what they were writing down. I didn't even think about that once. Right. I'm like, I trust, I trust our clan more than I would. I would have loved to pull some guys aside and just hear what other people are talking about when they and, talk about college basketball. And then come back and tell us a story and laugh your. Well, well, you know, I'm not that guy that's like going to laugh behind someone's These back. These guys thought Villanova was going to be pinned. I would have laughed, you know, with them about themselves. Okay. Yeah. There you <laughs> um, go. But so you guys have already gone over kind of your your teams that are top tier. I mean, what? who are your most disappointing teams now that we're a third of the way through and about to enter ACC I think play? it's clear and we're going to give Taylor the floor for this one. So go ahead. Uh, are you waiting for me to talk about Miami? Yeah. This is the time, Taylor. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we do this. We reserve time for this every podcast. Yeah, Miami has been disappointing to me. Um, it's okay. Mike's next. Mike's got a team next, so can, don't don't feel alone. We'll get to him. Oh no! I mean, I'll just I'll just briefly 
I'll say they've got four losses in a row. I think um, the I think I made a case for them. Uh, their offense running smoother with the subtraction of some guys like Lonnie Walker hasn't really worked out perfectly. I think one of the things that I saw is aside from Chris Likes, a lot of their guys are off ball guys, and it hasn't really. They need to you know be the secondary option. Hasn't really worked out, but I'm still waiting for later in the season. I think they're going to be great value. I can't wait for them to – I don't know if they're going to make the NCAA tournament, but I guarantee that they will ruin some other team's chances to make the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. or ruin their run in the ACC tournament great. or, you know, bump them from a two-seed to a six-seed. So I can't wait to take them, Wonderful. you know, plus 12 against Clemson later on. Okay. Yeah. The Dewan Hernandez debacle totally ruined Miami. Um, it's, that, no that's, doubt. that's been a huge blow to them. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of disappointments, let's talk about the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Unless you want to spin this one in some crazy direction, Mike. No, no, they've been a bit disappointing. A bit. <laughs> a bit? <laughs> they did. Have you, seen their, have you seen their record against the spread? I haven't, actually. 65%, baby. Oh, that's, not, that's not bad. That's what you call cash money. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't know if that's true. I think they've been like 35% against the spread. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> the games I've taken them on have paid. Um, I think they covered the last two, maybe? Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame, Dame, I think, was expected to hit some roadblocks. I don't think they were uh, projected to be as as bad as they have been. So I I, I can understand that, Luke. When you beat William & Mary by nine at home, and (laughs) the issue is a semi-endowed, that's a problem. Uh, I think think their entire game is is summed up by what Mike said earlier, right? The Mike Ray offense still works. Mm -hmm. They just literally cannot shoot the ball. I mean... it's just free throws, uh, three point shots, everything. It's just so off the mark. So, no, but they well, take lots of open looks. There's good news because I might actually have to go with them in the annual Luke's overvalued teams or the teams that are overvalued in Luke's opinions fest. Purdue and, uh, and Notre Dame is coming up, guys. So we'll save that for our picks on Saturday. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that'll be good. That's going to be great. Guthrie, let's talk. Guthrie, yeah, what's your, what's your most disappointing team? Um, so I don't think any of us are going to say Clemson. Uh, that's I'm, that's that, mine. Oh, that is? Okay, yeah. I'll, let, I'll let you dive into that because that, that, that was the one that really stood out to me. But I'm going to pick Boston College simply because losing by 10 at home to Uwe Pui is... <laughs> It's just it, that is unconscionable. You must have had really high expectations for Boston College. Oh. I love them, maybe almost as much as you, but that is—I can't believe you would say they've been disappointing. Yeah, yeah, it's disappointing losing to Uwe Pui by ten at home, and the loss <laughs> to Providence. Pui. The loss of Providence. I think Providence is a a solid team. They are solid. They but and and I think I think actually BC might have been um might have been favored in this game I can't remember um I think they were they were favored by a few points and Pro- so Providence did cover but um it's just I I expect more of Jim Christian I expect more of Jim Christian in what is this the his fifth season at the helm. And like I, th- I feel like this the he has a, a very solid lineup like Bowman Popovich, Chapman is still there. Stefan Mitchell is back. Like I look, I, th- I you know I I hear you. Okay, Boston College I think was expected to make a big jump this year in yeah. my opinion, but the two games that they've lost the Uwe Pui game as you like to bring up and the Providence game and the Providence game hurt my feelings. Both you were here for that. Both did mm. not feature. 
Nick Popovich, who I think is is a huge player for Boston College. He can he controls the glass for them. He got hurt in the Uwe Pui game. Mm-hmm. Had to be demoralizing for those uh, Boston College <laughs> fans watching him, um, and did not play in the Providence game. Um, so you know they beat a good Minnesota team. They beat a, what's yeah. left of the shell of Loyola Chicago. Um, the Minnesota you know, win is 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 very solid. It's you a know, very solid digit. win. Double-digit win. That's a team that's going to finish in the top four in the Big Ten, in my opinion, Minnesota. So, you know, I, really? I'll i be interested to see. I think they're going to still finish 500 in the ACC and have the best year of uh, in Boston College history uh, you're in forget- the ACC. You were paying mad disrespect to Al Skinner. <laughs> Why do you say that? Al Skinner had that team, like, top three. Were they top three? They were incredible under Al Skinner a yeah, couple of years. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So settle down. Sorry. Right? Were they were they were in the ACC then? Yeah. Oh, see, I thought they were in the Big East. And no, no, you're you're mistaken. He coached them when they were both in the ACC. Don't disrespect yeah. Al. Al was oh, I'm a sorry. fantastic. I'm sorry, Senior Skinner. Yeah, like you're, the right. Glory days you're right. I'm sorry. Of the 21st century. Uh, I'm gonna go with if we're done talking about Boston College. I'm gonna go to Clemson. I'm just uh, I'm disappointed that in their three games against top 50 teams. It just never felt like they had a chance to win the games. I mean, I know that they were close against Nebraska, but we were watching the crunch time of that. It didn't look like Nebraska was really that threatened. Mm-hmm. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. One of the Creighton, best teams in the country, Nebraska. Creighton got out to a big lead in that game in the neutral floor. And I don't know what – were they – where were they? In the tropical tournament. Holiday tournament. Uh, they, Creighton dictated Clemson. that entire game. And then Mississippi State dictated from start John to finish. John Gray I don't think High they, School, the Cayman Islands. Yeah, they were in the Cayman. Like, they didn't – they didn't trail. Mississippi State did not trail against Clemson. I just expected more from them against the top 50. I know they cleaned up against all the 100-plus uh, teams and the 200 and 300-plus teams. They did get a win over the Citadel, who's my team of the year, by the way. But <laughs> congratulations. They're, you know, they're, they're yeah, a team they, of the they year. They haven't beaten anyone yet. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah. And yeah. Their best really, win is Georgia? Yeah. No, it's I would Citadel. say Akron, actually. Well, if you look at Ken Palm numbers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Georgia. Was that by one? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um... Bradford's going to be an Beating interesting Beating Tom game. Creed is not a... Uh, <laughs> like if they lose, congratulations. If they lose to say. Radford, that's a real problem for this team, and that's not inconceivable. Radford's yeah. cleaning up They're left two and right. 2-0 against the ACC? Yeah, it'll, de- it'll depend on if Marquise Reed plays. I, I think he's projected to play. He did not play against Mississippi State, which was another New Jersey game that every single one of us wanted to take Mississippi State. That every part is us. actually true, and we were unable to because they were playing in uh, the Prudential Center. Yeah, New we York, could have had our so. one unity game all yeah that would that was the one oh well um yeah i don't really have a most disappointing team i don't i don't personally i'm a positive guy everyone's exactly where they should be yeah it's it is what it is i'll go the phil jackson route you know Mm. everybody is where they should be okay so if anybody's reordering their rankings do you guys want to reorder our top four sure yeah sure if you want to go go for it real quick luke who's your top four right now Virginia Duke, Carolina, Florida State. Okay. Got three? Duke, Florida State, Virginia. Give me Virginia Tech. Ah, there it is. There you go. (laughs) I'm going to go with Syracuse, Virginia, Duke, Virginia Tech, just like I started the year. Did you say North Carolina was going to win the league last week? I said I said North Carolina was going to win the league last week, and I may have made an argument for them to win it just 15 minutes ago, but they're 
not in the top four right now. Okay. I, I projected them as six. They're, they've climbed up to fifth, replacing Miami. Great. <laughs> oh, God. Taylor, are we going to be EVA drinking Florida champagne State, in Raleigh? North Carolina. Wait, say it again. Yeah. Duke, EVA, Florida State, North Carolina. Right. Oh, well, that's the one you can bet against. Why do? Oh, come on. I feel like we don't talk about NC State enough. Actually, I mean, they haven't played anybody really. Yeah, when they play someone, we'll talk about them. They played Wisconsin, which is great. So, so I mean, and so those are your most disappointing teams, teams, teams. But basketball is a game of individuals, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about the la gente, the people. You know, I mean, obviously, there's been some discussion of Zion Williamson plays for. Duke, um, who else? Who else have you seen in the ACC that's really that's really caught your eye so far this year? Marco Johnson. Oh, he's beautiful, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it's funny that you guys should say NC State hasn't really played anybody, which they haven't. I was talking to somebody, a friend of mine before this, who you know doesn't there he, he admitted to me he said you know i follow the acc but i really only follow my team and i don't think about the other teams until you know I, it comes time for us to play them and i i kind of have a general idea of who the players are but so for everybody out there who hasn't been paying attention to nc state because they haven't played anybody really i mean they have a lot of great great players to watch individually not just Mel, markel johnson who's the best point guard in the acc but also I mean, Torin Dorn is an incredible player to watch. He, you know, his usage statistics are higher than Markel Johnson's for that team, I believe, actually. And um, he just attacks the basket sword. He's a great compliment. So if you're, if you're not paying attention to them, you should be paying attention to that team. Mm. Mm. It's my little plug from Markel. Absolutely. And Torn. Okay. Yeah, NC State, man. Who doesn't love him? I mean, don't don't forget CJ Bryce, man. CJ Bryce, he's money. Yeah, and the and the new uh, the new EDM artist DJ Funderburk or what's oh, the name? <laughs> DJ Funderburk. <laughs> well, Guthrie's very we, proud of that I, reference. I love, I love that. You can find him in Ibiza in June, June 2019. <laughs> um, Here's a good drill. Okay. Okay, let's run a drill. I'm ready for cone drill. You know how I like making up segments on the spot. Yeah, I hate this. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go Do ahead. I? Yeah. I'm going to give you a team. No, I... Okay. All right, and you're going to tell me the first player that comes to mind. And you know what? This is great because it's a new year, and it might not be the best player on the team, but it, it's probably going to be the most impressive team and player, the, the player that stood out the most. doesn't have to be yeah. the best player. Okay. It doesn't have to. So I'm going to give you a team. This is very bad for me. I know. This is going to be great. <laughs> it's a good segment. Uh, are we? Are we? Well, who's ready to go first? Hit me. Yeah, just give us a. Guthrie's team. ready. I'm ready. Guthrie's ready. Yeah. Oh well, I'm gonna give him a curveball. Notre Dame. Rex uh, Fluger. Pat Connington. Yeah, Fluger. <laughs> Pat Connington. <laughs> That's who they need. That's who they need is Pat Connington. <laughs> they had Pat Connington. They'd be a top ten team. Okay. Of the, of the current of the current team, it's it's Mooney. Oh. Yeah, I think he, he's leading he, the no. ACC in rebounds right now. You know he, why? Wow. Because they can't Easily make a shot. Good. Okay, Mike. Right. Syracuse. Uh, Chukwu. He's everything to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love it. Should I serve Taylor up on a platter? Yeah, serve me up on a Duke. platter. I, I, I'm going to surprise you. Well, Duke. Zion, obviously. But, okay. Um, I just Zion did. is the first choice, but... Secret choice for Duke, Chase Jeter. He actually plays for Arizona. Mm. Everybody check it out. (laughs) I've got another one for you. 
You ready? Is it for me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. It's for you. Okay. Miami. Tough. It's uh, a little bit tough. Yeah, I would say Chris likes. That's, oh, I mean, it, maybe it boo, wasn't tough. It wasn't tough. That was easy. Man. Do you even I mean, watch I, basketball? No, Dude, he's I, been solid. This is, no, this is who I think about most. I mean, oh, I actually okay. think about Anthony Lawrence because I'm most disappointed in him. Yeah. I lay awake at cliff, night but. staring at my ceiling thinking of Vasilovich's shot. <laughs> yeah. Vasilovich's well, look at the cojones on okay, Vasilovich's you... right, uh, okay. doughy strength right there yeah. emphasis on the doughy less on the strength oh no hey stop that <laughs> he's Eastern European no he's Australian is he Australian I was going to say Eastern European let's call him Australian Don't. don't... he's Australian he's Australian, he's Australian no right Australian. played with Anthony no Mack and Dengak abroad and he's al- he's also lost about 20 pounds since last year oh that's good see which is which is throwing his whole game. See? <laughs> it's affected his jump shot, actually. <laughs> All right, wait, can you do me one more time? Now, can you do me except do a cellar-dweller team? Oh, yeah. Don't, yeah don't, can okay. you please not include Wake Forest? Can I got you you. Please not include yeah. Wake Forest because I, I have say, not Wake watched. Forest. Wake Forest. I have not watched a single Wake Forest game. Okay, they have two, they have I mean, two returners. Childress. It's got to be Childress, right? I mean, I guess. Childress. I, mean, I don't know. I haven't actually, watched them. Maybe they have three. Contribute. They have three. Three returners. No, give him give him one that he actually likes. How about Pitt? Xavier Johnson. Mm. Of course. Right? No hesitation yeah. at all. Yeah. He's been great, huh? Xavier, Xavier Johnson, yeah. who I, also, I think he's been Love my him. most impressive takeaway from this. Yeah. 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 So Okay, so that's your most Are impressive you want another, Mike wants another one. I do. Okay. I, I mean, I, I have to think of a new team. Which, I'm hey, wondering which one Mike. he's thinking about. Virginia Tech. That's kind of easy, though. Yeah. Everybody has the same answer. I, I mean, if you Forget want to that. talk about Virginia Tech, we can talk about Alexander, Alexander Walker, yeah. who to yeah. me has played himself into first team All ACC, and I think a lottery position in the NBA. Absolutely. If, if you Absolutely. haven't been watching Alexander Walker, yeah, that's that's the guy in the ACC that you need to be watching immediately. Um, but give me another one. How about Notre Dame? All right, well, Juwan Durham. Was, uh, you know what? I made a <laughs> I made a Freudian slip there. I said. Gildas Alexander. That means I've been cheating on college basketball and watching too much NBA. Or did you say Gildas Alexander? I did, yeah, I felt really bad. Um, yeah, we can talk about Jawan Durham, who's been a, the rock of Notre Dame uh, so far this year, especially inside. I'm telling you, once once you see him play in ACC play, you're going to see that he is the second coming of Justin ja- Justin Jackson. The guy who was drafted from Michigan State, Jackson, was yeah. the last name. Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. He, he, yeah, I think he's so a great. If defender. he's the rock, is he the one that's like? You know, causing the ship that is Notre Dame to just like sink to the bottom <laughs> of whatever. You ocean guys are hating. I'm telling you, Notre Dame is a top seven team in the ACC. Yeah, he's a he's a great rim protector. I mean, it's he is them. he is he's yeah. I right now he's my ACC defensive player of the year, right behind um, Ford from Louisville. Oh yeah, dude, okay. four is unbelievable. Let me ask you a question. What the hardest one out there? I think we all are we on the Kamaji bandwagon for Florida State, or are I think- we? I think I'm on the a, Cobb and Jelly train. Okay, Cobb and so. Jelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Clemson might be the hardest one out there. And don't don't say it because he's not been good. He's not been good. He's been excellent. He's not been good. <laughs> he's been he's been amazing. Don't you dare. Has he made a three this year? Has he, has he made a three? I haven't seen him shoot one three that's gone through the cylinder. I see. He's shooting, talking about he's my, 20... Sorry, go ahead, Taylor. From That's a great percentage. 20, right? 27%. Take it easy, days in, okay? <laughs> this guy this guy is so money. He is the heart and soul of that team. Don't you talk yeah, about Marquise Reed in front of me. Oh, I thought we were talking about my boy Amir Sims. Yeah, Amir Sims has been solid. He's been he really good. good. 
Yeah. Like, I, he, arguably well, the best player. I'll on, tell you on who Clemson. I don't think about is David Scaras. What's left of him? He left his real personality in Valpo. Unbelievable. Anyways, so I got I got one more. I, I love this segment, and I'm gonna I'm gonna direct this to you, Taylor. Name All name right. the first player that comes to mind when I say Georgia Tech. That's, oh uh, God! I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's Josh Pastner. That's not a player. Yeah, man. Um, I guess Alvarado. Probably gonna be Alvarado. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta be. I mean, can, can I get another one? Maybe Georgia Tech is actually playing amazing defense this year. It's just that they, as usual, that's the Pastner calling card, right? Their offense is just like god awful. They've actually been covering a, a fair number of games. They they kept the Tennessee game close, which is amazing. I think they covered against St. John's as well. So. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win a game in the ACC this year. I'll be Ooh. honest. Yeah, they're going to pull it's, a pit. Yeah. No, they'll steal one from from Georgia Tech. Okay. They are Georgia Tech. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what everybody well, thinks. <laughs> Georgia Tech will definitely beat Wake Forest. Excuse me. Georgia Tech will definitely beat Wake Forest. All right, do you want me to take Louisville or Virginia? Those are the two remaining. Or both. I can do both. I got an answer for both. Okay. They're fairly an easy answers, yeah. All right, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Which go, one? You got three. You go first. You ask him first, Austin. Luke, who do you think of when I say the Virginia Cavaliers? DeAndre Hunter. Okay. And I, I'm a little bit wrong there because I said Ty Drop at the beginning of the year. But so far, it's been it's been Hunter. Yeah, he's and, been pretty. Wait, well, who's, I, what was the other team? Louisville? Is that who I'm supposed to do? Jordan War, 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 right? It's Jordan War, the end silent. War, yeah, Wara. it's W O R U H. If you're going to pronounce it, yeah, War. <laughs> I mean, he has to be the candidate for for Louisville, right? Yeah, I mean, big stick go boom, man. War goes wherever he wants <laughs> on the floor. I mean, as much as I love Dwayne Sutton, just because I like how he moves out there, I think he does things that you know don't always show up in in our advanced analytics, but. You got to go with Nora. That was a fun drill, right? Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that more than I thought I would. Okay. Let's let's back up for a second with the impressive players because I want to make sure we did not highlight Xavier Johnson. And I just want to make sure that, especially coming off that. I named him. I thought that was good enough. Yeah, well, I just want to point out again, this is my other thing about, you know, if people haven't been paying attention, especially Pitt, they don't think they're going to be great. Xavier Johnson is the reason that this Pitt team is going to turn around and they're not going to finish last. You know, they're going to finish maybe seventh in the ACC. <laughs> uh, and he, I mean, he, his usage rate is so high and yet he's still being pretty efficient. Um, he's, his assist rate is, you know, top 30 in the country. And, and he's that guy who finishes at the end of the shot clock for bit. And mm-hmm. if you watched West Virginia, he was the only guy who could like create something against them. So uh, if you don't miss out on Xavier Johnson at Pitt, hmm. you know, a second plug. Yeah, I was going to say, you know who I think the another guy that um, I really like for Louisville, you know, going back to that, is uh, Malik Malik Williams. If only he could stop shooting threes. Can somebody find Malik Williams and tell him to stop yeah. shooting threes? Just tell him just to stop doing it. Don't to Get off the three-point line. Everything else you do is great. Stop shooting threes. So I'm, Malik that's, Yeah. That No, no, Malik Williams. No, not for Pitt. Oh, okay. No, Malik Malik Williams for Louisville. I just had to get that in. You guys can cut that out, but I really needed to make that statement from Malik Williams. You had to get that off your chest. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah, to get that yeah. off my Let's chest. Let's do a I'm brief sorry. recap of all our selections because I think we sprinkled them out pretty well. Guthrie, you can do Wake Forest because that remained unspoken. Oh, yeah. That shall not be I named. mean, Childress. It's okay. got to be Childress. All right. Mm. So, Virginia, DeAndre Hunter, Duke, 
Zion. Zion. Florida State, a little bit of a disagreement. You guys mm. like Kevin Gelly. Yeah, I'm a Cobb and Gelly man. I think he's I think he's turned the team around. Most people should choose Terrence Mann though. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah. MJ Walker's emergence. I mean, he's and been I like, he's I mean, been I still like Kamaji. I th- I, I mean, I yeah. don't know. Everybody likes Florida State. NC State. Which way are we going? Uh, well, uh, we have well, to go with Mark Keller. So there's only one way I can yeah. go. <laughs> there's only Tech. one way I swing. Virginia Tech's a consensus. <laughs> Alexander Walker. Yeah. Did we do Boston College? I don't think we did. You got to give it to. I mean. I mean, Kai Bowman is is the stud but there. He's, but he's been the has he has he been the surprise? He he's given no. us what we expected. No, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if anybody's really surprised me from Boston College, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I think like, they're super I, consistent. Maybe Chapman. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he he stepped up and and scored more from oh. two point range this year. We didn't do North North Carolina. Winston Tabbs, the freshman. The Taylor. biggest surprise for me in Taylor, North Carolina you, yeah. has been Nassir Little's kind of lack of involvement. Well, that's, but that's not the oh, question. Yeah. That, yeah, I guess the the biggest <laughs> <laughs> the biggest positive surprise has been Cam Johnson. I mean, I think I that, that he has put the team on his back in certain situations where Luke May had previously. I think Cam Johnson has been huge for them. I, I I wasn't that surprised by Cam Johnson. For me, maybe just because I expected him to do that. I think. Uh, Kobe White's, Kobe White's in there. He's in the I, mix. I kind of didn't think he could run the offense. Yeah. Mm. Syracuse might gave a, I don't know, a lazy right. fair Chukul. answer. Who else is there to pick? I don't know. Ties battle. Man. There's no, nobody, what's there's nobody about to Ty's pick bad. on that game. That team. Louisville, I mean, is the, whatever, is the end silent? Who knows? It Wara. is It is silent. It's Wara. Okay. Yeah. Pitt Xavier Johnson, we're in agreement, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Clemson, we're in Definitely. disagreement. We're in dissent. I am dissenting about Mark Marquise Reed. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has lived up to expectations. And I I agree. Notre Dame was a ball signing fest. The first person to name a player, like whatever, great, we'll give it oh, to him. Come on, Durham, Georgia Tech, Alvarado, Wake Forest, Childress, Miami, likes. There we Ooh. go. That's it. Oh, brutal. Brutal list. So those are the players that have surprised in the ACC. And, you know, I feel like, you know, our, our focus is about to narrow. It's going to be all ACC all the time here as we're about to enter our conference play. We're only about three weeks away from that. And keep in mind, this is finals week across the country pretty much. Yeah, for some schools. You know, uh, most schools. Let's say most schools. Um, this week or next week. So these kids are about to be alone and kept at school. And I, from somebody who is friends with quite a few basketball players in college, it's a very depressing time to be a college basketball athlete. Mm. Um, it's very lonely. You know, all all, the, all your friends, all your biddies, they're all gone. They're at home. Yeah. You know, the best part about the holidays in college is going home and being like, dude, I'm a D1 athlete at – you know, wherever, enjoying my time, you know, and you don't get to do that. You're just, like, stuck with Jim Beheim yelling at you in practice on the two days before Christmas Eve. <laughs> I mean, you know, so this is kind of where where it starts to slow down before conference play. Um, so, you know, as we're about to look only at the ACC, what do you guys see nationally? I mean, I know that you've seen a lot of – you've been watching a lot of lines. Obviously, we, we, we like different teams in different areas of the country. What do you – what do you see right now across the national landscape that kind of 
It kind of tickles your pickle. It kind of gets you going. It becomes your little bitty. You know what? I, I mean, I'm picking up on Mike vibes this year. I, I'm loving paying attention to some of these random <laughs> mid-major games, which are there's incredible value with. And I, and I wish you yeah. could send out more bat signals yeah. in, instead of hoarding some of the – Taylor said it himself. He said this to Guthrie and I when you were gone somewhere. He's like, you know, Mike – when he does know one thing, he like goes really hard on it. I'm like, yeah, he does, and he wins. But I wish you could tell the rest of us. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, you know. I, I don't know. want to jinx it. The things that I'm uh, maybe sometimes that I'm overly vocal about sometimes don't work well, out for me. So. Taylor, Taylor mentioned. I mean, in our outline, he wrote down a team that I had in mind, but I'm, I'm going to go for another one, so I'm going to save that for him. But uh, but I think Texas Tech has been tremendous this year. I think they're the best defense in college basketball. Mm-hmm. With all due respect to uh, Michigan. Yeah, yeah Michigan, Virginia. Yeah, no, Virginia's not the best defense by, by any means, means this year. I think Texas Tech has been outstanding. I'm really interested to see what they do against Duke, and that game is coming up. That is must-see TV if you're a college basketball it fan. It is, yeah. So absolutely. that's my team. And uh, I was going to add the Penn Quakers in there because I was all over Penn, and I, I think they're going to win the Ivy League. I don't think Harvard's going to win. And I've, I've watched a considerable amount of Penn this year. The only problem is... It happened. Yeah. They played Villanova, and it happened already, and it's a little bit earlier. And, Mike, you know this feeling better than anybody. Mm. You love a team that no one knows about earlier in the year, and they strike gold, and they become all that you expected, and then everybody jumps on the love trail with you. And a part of you feels a little bit hurt. It's Mm -hmm. almost like, you know, the people who liked Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls before, you know, she started running with Regina, you know, like the (laughs) math club kids. That's what I feel like with Penn. I'm like one of the math club kids. You know, I was their friend early on, and now – You've got Seth Greenberg and, you know, Jay Williams and anybody else who, who's going to be, I love Penn, this team, man. No, I just watched them just tonight. I'm in. Uh, That's how I feel. We might be the only podcast that can work in a Mean Girls reference and a Dota reference in the same episode. I'm really <laughs> proud of that. I'm very proud of that. Uh, yeah, I, I like both of those calls, Luke, both Penn and Texas Tech. Texas Tech, who somehow got better after losing one of the best players in the country last year in Keenan Evans, somehow yeah. is even better than they were last so year. So last time I checked, they were up 38-6 to six on, whoever, uh, on Northwestern, Northwestern State. State. <laughs> 38 to 6 is a good start. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, Guthrie, who do you got that you're going to be focusing on here over these doldrums until uh, until conference play starts? Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I also like uh, focusing on Big 12 teams. And I think the Big 12 is, again, the deepest conference in America. Um, there, I, I think Baylor is, having a, is going to have a dreadful year. But... The rest of the the rest of the conference is going to be competitive in games, especially at home. Uh, Texas Tech was certainly on my list. I did make a small futures wager mm. on them as did. per as per your recommendation. Yeah. Um, so if Texas Tech wins the national, what championship, were the odds on the national championship for Texas Tech? Hundred to one. One hundred. Yep. Pretty yeah. good. Yep. The there's, I, a, there's a path for that team to get to the final four, and you could just go against them. Yeah. There's a path. It's yeah, out there. For sure. For, for sure. sure. I think they um, may be a one seed because I think they'll beat Duke. But anyways, continue. So um, another team that I considered for a future bet in the Big 12 is Iowa State. And I think Iowa State has tremendous value going forward. Um, they are not at full strength yet. Wigington is not back. And I think mm-hmm. they have another player that's, that's injured who's going to be back in the next month or so. Yeah, they, they have a collection of guys that have been kind of banged up for them. Um, 
There, yeah. There, yeah, there aren't too many more tests in the in the uh, kind of preseason, so to speak, for Iowa State. Um, they've they've had uh, the the intra-state uh, rivalry game with Iowa, which they dropped, unfortunately for them. And then they've played the likes of Missouri, Arizona, and they looked really good in. Um, I think it was what was that. Yeah, it was Maui against uh, Illinois State. State. In, yeah, er, Illinois and San Diego State. That's right. Yeah. And the abomination San Diego State. <laughs> and the My abomination boy, of Illinois. Yeah, really. But but really, like, I think this team this team is going to be able to score a ton of points. Shayok is doing the same old, same old, but he's got more freedom and a, a really a green light. Crossover pull-ups in the lane all day. Mm. But really, the thing I was most impressed with was Horton Tucker, the freshman. Yeah. The, Top the five freshman in the country. Fre- God, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible in the San Diego State game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't feel like they're 8-2, and two, but they're 8-2, and two, and they're rating fairly well. So I respect that pick as somebody to watch out for. Right. Who you got? Who you got, Taylor? Let me talk to you about the Auburn Tigers. Oh, I'm in. Auburn yeah. Tigers. I am in. This is a team that some I, some people know about them. I feel like they've got their fans, but for a top ten ranked team, like they've got a lot of people sleeping on them. I went to an Auburn message board, and of course, it's it's like a football school. So it took me like until the fourth page of the message board to even get to a post that was about basketball. Like you had seven everything, fire miles and threads. Yeah, everything was about thread. like Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze's telephone calls and all this stuff. Nothing about basketball. Um, even in the SEC, I think they're the best team in the SEC right now. I agree. And people it's... are going going nuts over Tennessee. You still got your people who are in love with Kentucky because of the name. I think they're the best team in the SEC. They play an awesome style that's really fun to watch. They play really fast. They bomb a ton of threes, and they hit a lot of them. They can run a lineup out that like has four 45% three-point shooters, but then also has the highest block percentage in the nation. They have the highest block mm-hmm. percentage and the highest steal percentage in the nation. They play a very like in-your-face, defensive, physical style. I love it. I love how they play. Um, I think they're really exciting to watch. I think people are sleeping on them, and it's going to make for a lot of good games. And, and I think the SEC, is, is in general, is kind of a more exciting conference than people think. I so, would agree. So give me Auburn and, and tune into them. Watch some of those games. They're going to be great. Taylor, do you, do, who do you like out of the SEC? Who do you like to win the SEC regular season? I like Auburn. Yeah, you do. I think do. Auburn's the best team. I think they're going to win. Um, we're, we're, what about I your think, Wildcats? Where are they going to finish? Uh, Dreadfully. I think, I, think it's going to be, I think they're going to finish like fourth in yeah. the SEC. I think it's going to be like Auburn, Tennessee, then maybe LSU, maybe even well, probably Mississippi State actually next. Yeah, Mississippi maybe even State. LSU and then Kentucky. Yeah, Mississippi State almost made my list. I wish we could go back in time and see if we could like. I was in Lexington, and if we had enough of a bankroll, I could have gone to every Wildcats fan and tried to make a like a one-on-one wager with them. Like, I mean, give me the field, and you take Kentucky to win the SEC. We would have been rich people by this point. <laughs> But anyway, that that time's passed. We could probably still do it, and they'd probably still be down, knowing that fan base. But anyway. Yeah. yeah they, I think that's a good, that's a good team to watch out for. Auburn, Micah, it, it has come to you. Okay. It's the moment. All right. So yeah, you, You've been waiting for this all year long. I, I have a three-headed monster that has multiple heads on each head. Um, <laughs> so I have like nine teams So a Hydra, a Hydra that's already had its head cut off 
several right. times to and then spawn those heads new three heads. Yes, exactly. All right. So All right. the first team to watch is the overall Ivy League, as uh, as Luke touched on earlier. I think you've seen Penn already start to realize some of that value. I think Harvard has struggled early because of injuries, but as soon as some of those guys come back, I think you'll see them really take off. I think Yale has already gotten quite a bit of the attention of the country with Oni's overly physical play, and he's just a just an absolute beast uh, for Yale. And really, the team that I like, probably to no one's surprise, is uh, Princeton. You know, I think that Lewis just came back two games ago. He's their top 100 recruit there. I think you heard Gus and I kind of wax poetic about Princeton and Penn and Yale and all them a little bit, but I, I think that even Brown is going to offer quite a bit of value to people out there. Um, so, you know, so I think if, if you're taking those five teams against the spread over the next month, I think you'll find yourself a, a happy little camper, especially Brown. Brown. Oh, Keep an eye on yes. Brown. Brown will cover every single game in the month of December at, without a doubt. Really? Yeah, every single one oh, of they them. They do play San Diego State. They do play San Diego oh, State. Oh, it's the perfect storm. <laughs> Draw. Yeah, it's a perfect storm. And they play one of the, well, I guess January 2nd, they play one of the worst teams in the country, Maine. Um, so, yeah, so I, I We've like. We've heard those words uttered before with the Cal Bears not too long ago. <laughs> I like Brown everywhere. Um, the other team that I really like is uh, Belmont right now. I think Belmont is playing uh, one, of, one of the coolest kind of like open three style games of uh, anyone in the country right now. I think they're just fun to watch. They've beaten. Um, who, in my opinion, is one of the better mid-majors, Lipscomb, twice in a row. Yeah. You saw him play Louisville tonight. Playing Louisville pretty tough, actually. Really tough, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Lipscomb, anyways, Lipscomb I really, is good. Yeah, Lipscomb is very they good. They, they beat him twice. Beat yeah. TCU at TCU. Lipscomb, yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. loves his TCU. Um, yeah, they were also were So, yeah, I really like Belmont. They're going to remind you a bit of, like, kind of an old-school Davidson team. Um, just, just chuck it from three, but can actually defend a little bit this year, you know, a little bit more than usual. But my ultimate team, my, my, big, my big horse that I'm riding, which, uh, which Luke alluded to earlier, is Murray State. The Murray State Racers, <laughs> baby. Go Racers, go. All right? Look, they opened the season. They took out a tough, tough Wright State team. Okay? A tough Wright State team. Yeah, they dropped a game on the road against Alabama. Yeah, they beat a middling Middle Tennessee team. Who hasn't beat Middle Tennessee this year? That's true. Uh, That's true. They, they may not play anyone. <laughs> but, look, you're going to get good games again this month against Southern Illinois, who I think is overvalued. Evansville, who's had good moments. Evansville Aces. Don't sleep on them, but I like Murray State here at home. And then they go on the road to Auburn for the creme de la creme game. I like them to upset Auburn in Auburn. This is a team. I'm telling. This is a second weekend team. They defend. They defend better than anyone. The best part is that Murray State will push Auburn off the line. And they have one of the most talented players in the country, Ja Morant. You're not going to be able to contain him. Yeah, Ja making me crazy. Give me Murray State Racers all month, all month of December. Murray State, no, Murray State and Brown, all right. I, I'm storing this away. <laughs> by the way, Lipscomb only lost by four tonight to Louisville. Yeah, Lipscomb. The covered flash. I wish I had covered. a news. Lipscomb bump. is a yeah. top, a top middle mid major this year. They'll, they'll definitely be in the tournament. I hope. I hope they'll be in the tournament. And I think Louisville's been undervalued the entire year. Yeah. And I can't believe you guys all went with Indiana at Assembly Hall. Oh well, I so took a money line. They won. Who? Indiana. Indiana. I got him at half money line no. against uh, Louisville. Not on the pod. 
He didn't say oh, that. Oh, on the pod. pod. Not on the pod. All right. Pod this, pod that. I think that's everything. Man, it felt good to get Murray State Racers out there in the I'm open glad. forum. This is the new Loyola Chicago. I'm telling you. All right. I'm telling you. This is the team. This is the all one right. you latch on to. All right. Well, we guys. have. All right. Guys. As Guthrie would say, Chandling hits Jay Billis. A terrific Saturday ahead. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, are we? let's pick some games. Pick games. Let's get the juices going. Who do we got? Let's all right, just I'm ready. go out of the game. Murray this... State playing? <laughs> Did I sell you on <laughs> him right there? Play? Is Georgia Southern? Who are they taking on? That's, Murray State is playing, actually. Murray State's right? playing Jackson State. They're going to well, wax them. I would have let everybody know the Citadel <laughs> is back in action after their bye week, and I will be watching the Citadel on my ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. So, and I think you should, too, because there is no better team to watch when they're at home than the Citadel. I think they're averaging 117 points a game at home. Wow. That's a lot of points. San Diego State just put up 135 or something. The flying Mike Doms out there. Wait, it's North Dakota State. South Dakota State. Oh, you said San Diego State. Did I? Yeah. Oh, no, South Dakota State. Yeah, I'm PTSD sorry. from uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the, sorry. the end games. No, the Jackrabbits. But yeah, Saturday. Citadel is fun. They play at a hell of a pace. I love Citadel. And if anybody watched them play Clemson recently, you know, that was 100 well, that, to 80. That was actually the first game of the year, so it wouldn't be recently, but, yeah. you know, it's okay. Good well, thought. maybe I watch it on replay. All right, okay. Gonzaga, North Carolina, <laughs> right out of the gates. You know, we're not going to mess around. Gonzaga, North Carolina, the headliner on Saturday. It's a 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock tip, right? Okay. Whatever. Give All or right. take. Yeah, no, that's just that's perfect. Blue plate special for the blue hairs. They'll be as energized as they can get. This game's gonna be a pick'em. We have it as a minus three, as as Carolina being favored by three. Well, it's not gonna happen. So, all right. Well, I will I, take I, Carolina I even favored. I really three. think Carolina will be giving points here. No way. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Carolina's gonna be laying points, and I'm gonna be betting them. Well, that's what we have right now. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you guys uh, think it's going to be a pick'em? I think it's going to be a pick'em. Mike said no way. All right, let's pick points. based so, on it being a pick'em. Mike, Mike, what do you think the line's going to be? I think it's going to be minus two UNC. I say it's going to be a pick'em. Guthrie says minus three. Is anybody we'll taking Gonzaga? One. Yeah, the public. Oh. What about you, Taylor? I'm just – I'm waiting to take Gonzaga after you guys have all finished your talk about UNC. Okay. All right, well, I, 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 no, I'm, I have, I I'm have taking no Carolina. No, I have no other reason other than – I feel like I would curse UNC if, by taking them. My, uh, my case is Roy Williams' days off, and I said that I mentioned that earlier on in the podcast. So I don't need to regurgitate that anymore. He's got ten days off. He's gone through his entire spiel, like last year, what he did after Wofford. You know, they kicked their butts. We got to, you know, we're not very good. He's gone through that. Give me UNC at home. They don't lose in the Dean Dome often. Especially in non-conference action. I love them at home here. And they're kind of, you know, the big question going into it is going to be, is Kobe White going to play? You know, because he didn't play against UNC Wilmington. Um, He's had had about a month off, it seems. So I think Roy, Roy kind of, you know, plays that up a little bit, gets the line nice and juicy for North Carolina. (laughs) Ooh, you know, you know he's into it. He's definitely going to be wearing the Argyle. You got to think, or uh, the plaid jacket, or whatever mm, yeah. it is that he wears. Okay, I you can't talk me out of it. I'm telling you who the MVP of this game is going to be. Who's a matchup nightmare for Gonzaga and those undersized guards? I think I think Leaky Black goes to work against guys like Zach Norvell and Josh Perkins. I really like his ability to disrupt those Gonzaga guards with his length. So give me Leaky Black and give me those Tar Heels. Yeah, now I don't know about that. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how much Leaky Back's going to play. I think um, he's going to play quite a bit. But yeah, I'll I don't take you Fifteen good I minutes. I, don't, I mean, with with Kobe White back, I I don't know if Kobe's going to give you. He's know, not going to be in there for thirty minutes. All right, Taylor, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'll go opposite you guys. I'll take Gonzaga. Okay. Uh, be different. I mean, All right. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not going to. It's a legitimate case either way. NC State's minus two against Penn State. This game is in Atlantic City. I'm all in on NC State in this game. More of a short on Penn State. NC State's lone loss is up against Wisconsin. They've done everything they've been asked to do in every other game of the slate. They've covered a lot. They have the best player in the game. They have the best two players in the game. What am I missing here? What am I missing here? That is my question. What am I missing here? Is this is this line is this line fishy? Yeah, it's very no, fishy. I don't think so. I think people actually no. like Penn State because of their metrics. One mm. and two, they had an impressive home win against Virginia Tech, who people value. Yeah, but this game's on a neutral court. Yeah, this isn't it Atlantic is. City. This isn't the, the I don't comfy like... confines of University Park, Pennsylvania. Well, you kidding me? You tell me that the Penn State fan base wasn't born for the Jersey Shore? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I actually don't think. I don't, like of the people I know that went to Penn State, I don't think any of them have even been to Atlantic City. I mean, Penn State's I mean, a team only... has lost to Bradley. Mm. They lost to Dave Lado. They lost to Indiana, whatever. They lost to Maryland. Who I think Maryland's tremendously undervalued. I, I don't know about the rest of you guys. Yeah, but yeah, they're very good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, the I mean, only thing I the only thing that sticks out to me about this game is that it is part of the inaugural Boardwalk Classic in Atlantic City, a Boardwalk Hall. And I just have to ask, why are we not there? How are we not in Atlantic City? <laughs> That's a very good point. I, it seems like we, go. wouldn't be, we wouldn't be <laughs> able to go. bet on the game anyways if we were there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Well, that's a boner kill yeah, right there. I like there. State here. I mean, I think Penn State's better than you make them out to be, Luke. Their defense is, I mean, efficiency-wise, metrics-wise, why, people, why people like them. As Mike was saying, they're number ninth in the nation. Uh, their offense leaves a lot to be desired. I think NC State can handle their, can pass around their defense well enough. Um, yeah, give yeah, me one of the worst effective field goal percentages the in the country. I don't like that. So give me NC State. I mean, how does this team score with them? Wisconsin is a solid defensive team, and NC State found a way to get buckets. I, I mean, away from home. We don't have that much information on NC State. Yeah, but I, we have those. We have those moments. Like the Wisconsin moments were enough for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you could pay me to bet on this game. This is going to be a tough game, I think, to bet on. No. So sometimes, I like I say, avoiding it, avoiding it is a win. Sometimes, I think both of these teams have already played teams very similar. You know, Penn State played Virginia Tech, which I think is pretty similar to NC State, and NC State played Wisconsin, who I think is you know, a more talented version than Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I don't know. I just don't really like it. But if I had to, I would pick NC State, but begrudgingly. I think Penn State, It's the difference is with Virginia Tech and NC State here is that Penn State pushes out on the three and defends the three at, at a very good rate. I mean, doesn't allow lots of open looks. And NC State is a lot less reliant on outside shooters than uh Virginia Tech is so I think they're going to get to the basket a lot they're going to get like easy looks inside from that press out and yeah I, I take NC State all day put it in the parlay Guthrie and that's fine yeah I oh gosh I'm, I'm also really torn by this I if we're saying NC State is laying two points 
I'll take I'll take the wolf back. All right. That's an that's a that's a consensus. Virginia Tech and Washington, the Hokies giving six. Oh man, everybody loves Washington. Uh, everybody do. loves Washington. If Another you guys Atlantic talk about City the stay game. away. This is the stay away right here. <sighs> this is the game not to get. People one. are sleeping on Virginia Tech a little bit. The six point line doesn't look like people are sleeping on. Them. I think I think the majority of people that you find will be in on Washington here. I like I like the Hokies to break down the zone. I again, you go back to the three point shooting. I think that I think they they score well and um, consistently. Again, they'll have the best player on the floor with Alexander Walker. I think Justin Robinson gets the line enough. Um, Blackshear does what he has to do. I I like them against Washington here uh, minus six, but most people I think would be on Washington plus six. I'm taking yeah. Washington plus six. All right. I think they lose. But I think that it's I don't know I think they it's a four or five point loss, mm. four five three whatever any anywhere in that vicinity I, I'll take them on a narrow cover but I don't feel good about this game in either direction I think this is the stay away of, of AC, not I, NC State Penn State I could not gamble on the Pac-12 right now. Ooh, yeah, this is a tough game. I mean they got Washington got smoked by Auburn by twenty two, on the road but still. Got smoked. I don't see Auburn in what Virginia Tech is that that different. Uh, They play Gonzaga real tough. Mm -hmm. Like that was a that was an incredibly close game. They 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 should have won Gonzaga on the road. That's right. Their best win is against the Gauchos. (laughs) You see Santa Barbara. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Hokies, Taylor. Give me Washington in the point. All right. All right. What's the last game? I can't, I can't wait for more. this one. Notre two Dame more? getting six points against Purdue in Indianapolis. Dude, no doubt. I think this Purdue team, I don't know what you guys are seeing. I'm not seeing it. I do not think they're good. I think Carson Edwards is Allen Iverson. He'll have those moments, but he's a volume shooter. Give me Notre Dame. Wow. Love it. Love it. Just I, know, I think I wrote this line down wrong. I think it's going to go down. I think it's five right now. Give me Notre and Dame it's going to be in Indiana, That's so fine. you know it's in Indianapolis, so it's pretty much That's a home great. game for Purdue. Um, you don't think Notre Dame fans are going to get to Indianapolis? You're wrong. <laughs> they are going to be there. They will be there. Trust me. That fan base. I if I'm going to if I'm going to bet this game, it's going to be Notre Dame money line. Um, you know, getting that pl- sweet plus two twenty plus two thirty action. Um, I'll do that as well. I'm in on that. That that would be the only thing I would do. What about you, Guff? Who you got? Ugh. It's a gross that's, game. That's my that's my take. Uh I'm I'm gonna stick with shorting Notre Dame. Give me Purdue. All right. Last game on the slate, which is kind of a uh Taylor picked that game real quick. Sad one. Purdue. Okay. Purdue. All right. So then the last game on the slate is Syracuse versus ODU. Is that the best we could come up with on this Saturday yeah, event? I thought you liked ODU there, Jaffe. Oh, I do. <laughs> with that, cue the music. Give me ODU money line. <laughs> 11 points. They're getting 11 points. Yeah, that's right. Plus 550, I believe. I'm taking ODU here as well. It's a cover, not money line. ODU covers. What oh. do you like, Guff? Oh, baby. Are we doing oh. this? Are we doing this? Yeah. I also I like the monarchs to cover this. Yeah, you gotta, 11, 11 is a tremendous number of points. Big time ACC transfer Especially there. Stiff, yeah. stiff for ODU's been lighting it up. That team is just filled with former UVA talent. He's got new tats and everything. He's mm-hmm. like completely redone his identity. Yeah, that's good. Good for him, Taylor. 
Yeah, give me, give me, uh, give me ODU. Wow. Oh, baby. Please subscribe to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Please tell your friends to subscribe. Even if they don't want to listen to it, just get them to subscribe. Tweet at us. We're at ACC B-Ball DGENs. You can email us at the email address. I don't even know what it is. ACC B-Ball DGENs at gmail.com, Thank I believe. you very much. We've got to go back. We've got to go back to Charlestown. Also, I don't care about the contact we're trying to be information. We've got to go, go back, Kate. Even though we have to go back. Yeah, I know. We have to go back. Like it's a, not Penny's boat. <laughs> go Monarchs. Like our page on Facebook.